We have a moat filled with water and fish. Do fish eat cockroaches? If the roaches escape, they will fall into the moat and the fish will eat them. Do the roaches sink? Have they tested this? Of course not. Do roaches sink? Roaches float, right? They're flat. They don't break the surface tension of the water. Okay. I would think. So a billion cockroaches decides that they've had enough. (laughs) Of eating our garbage. And they roil over en masse into the moat. They fill it, sacrificing their brethren, mm-hmm. and, and then they all just threat the other across the, the other the dead water the other nine, bodies. The other nine hundred ninety nine million of them, <laughs> yeah, walk off into the sunset and start eating Chinese people. <laughs> and you know, of course, they're going to be hungry four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, what's the matter with night. you? <laughs> Episode 308. Jeez. Who ordered the throat frogs? Throat frogs for two? Both of us at the same time. You started coughing and then I was like, (coughs) I can't talk. I'm Mike. He's Craig. Here we are. It's a podcast and stuff. Yeah. It's all this uh, wet air, warm air, cold air, dry air, warm, cold, wet, dry. (laughs) I don't want to talk about the actual weather, but just the mechanism of all that back and forth, you yeah. know, wreaks havoc been a lot on of... one's sensitive mucous membranes. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's you like what... the way I, I said that? All deep and sultry mucous membranes. <clears throat> I can't help but talk like that today. I'm going out to get some air. It's too damn sultry in here. <laughs> Ellen! Ellen! <laughs> crisscross <laughs> let's talk to our guest in the year of our lord 1506 we hey jim from the cold bay hello everyone happy saturday we happy saturday to you <sighs> how's everything i'm i'm basking in the the warm reflected glow of my wife uh, she's amazing. Well, you all know that. Well, I, I, unfortunately, because because I had an infestation of bugs, <laughs> might have a chance to meet her. <laughs> bugs. <laughs> <laughs> but Craig has had a chance to meet her. No, she's amazing. But uh, last night, well, I was going to say she must be. <laughs> she's yeah. she she who is uh, <laughs> that's a joke. A, a a video technical person. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the producer for the Sticks show at the Milwaukee Arena. Oh. Ooh. 13-year-old Jim threw up the horns hard. <laughs> Rock and roll! 13-year-old yeah! was like, what, renegade? What? Oh, my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that happened. I, uh, it's, it's, man, they're old. <laughs> well, yeah. She was, she was sending, hey, but apparently they still rock. She said they were good. I was here, of course, with his lordship, but, uh. She was sending me pictures. They're they're old, but she said they were doing it. The thing that cracked me up, though, and she sent me a little bit of video of it. Their keyboardist performs on a platform that rotates 360 degrees around for no apparent reason. <laughs> the keyboardist. Yeah. Like Tommy Lee what? used to do that in Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah, well, he had the sphere, right? <clears throat> yeah, he rolled upside down. 
Yeah, this is just a platform that, that spins over, yeah. 360 in a circle for no good reason at all that I, can I could see if discern. You're, if it's the drummer, and why you would want to see him from all angles. And one like would assume that they are on a they were on a proscenium or thrust stage and not playing in the round. Correct. Which is where you would want the drummer and the keyboard to spin, because the guitarists and the bassist and the and the singer can move around to face yeah. the crowd. The keyboardist, unless you're playing an old school, early '80s keytar, the, the, the keyboardist <laughs> wailing his keytar, <laughs> playing some yeah, so, playing some uh, sick keys, mate. Yeah, I got a, a feeling my keys. <laughs> feeling my keys. Deep That's Paul, great. that is a deep Paul, there, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, but no, it's um, <laughs> it's it. I I saw the video. I saw sticks, and I just, oh my god, I remember when Pieces of Eight came out. I remember being, I, I remember the incredible divide after Grand Illusion about whether Tommy Shaw or Dennis DeYoung was the legitimate voice of Sticks. <laughs> and you had strong opinions on the matter. Uh, we, we, of course we did. <laughs> of course we did. I am the modern man. Mm. But it's but even more than that. It was uh, when Babe and Desert Moon came out. You know, well, especially Babe. Everybody's like, Wait a minute. What is this? What happened to Sticks? What's what's this ballad crap? What what is it, what is going on? These are these are problems. I don't know. Do young people have these problems today? Do their artists do things that make them go, "You're not who you were. I don't, I don't believe in anything you know, anymore." No, I don't think the artists are around long enough to have that kind of a No, I, no that's a good point. That's, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's plenty who are career progression. I think artistically. You know, well, you know, there are a lot of bands that just kind of do their thing and they stick with that through their throughout their careers. And then there are bands that try different things. I watched, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody recently. Yep. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't really think about that too hard. It's just queen, queen music, queen songs. The songs that I know, I've just always been, okay, these are the queen songs. Right. But then like, mm-hmm. yeah, they played like every style of music. They like every album, it would, they would have like three new styles of music that they would play. They yes. like to switch it up, and their uh, their record producer didn't <laughs> constantly tearing his hair out. Yeah, no. So, uh, so yes, my wife did the soup. I am sure that I I would have. I it was it was funny to come this far and then realize, yeah, I'm gonna, she just told me very offhand, yeah, I'm going to be producing sticks tonight. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like like stick sticks? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Shaw, a little bit. So, uh, yeah, rock on. She said it like she's making chicken for dinner. Yes. She just like walked in the room and said, like, yeah. we're having chicken for dinner tonight. Well, she's, Maybe you know, right now, sticks. even as we but speak, she's, yeah, sticks, she, you know, she's pulling a, she's pulling a dual shift. She's got both a hockey game and a wave game, uh, uh, arena soccer game going on. So it's, it's another show. And then she's got roller derby coming up. Is that at the Fiserv forum? Negative. The the Fiserv is run by a different crew. This is at the Milwaukee Pan- the UW Panthers Arena. Formerly the Mecca? That's correct. Okay. Everybody from outside of Wisconsin does. What the hell care. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, oh, also Lord. former <laughs> well, at those former home of Gen Con. Oh. Fun. Well, you know what? She's gonna be uh doing a little work for me on the Capers Noir Kickstarter video shortly. Ooh. Um, because she's awesome. And uh does great work for a reasonable price because <laughs> I don't have a huge budget. <laughs> but um, the uh, speaking of that, there's like Capers Noir, the Kickstarter that's going to be March 12th. 
I don't remember if I mm-hmm. announced that last time or not, but I'm not, I'm pointing it out this Two time. Two times ago? It's going to start March, whatever. It's going to start March 12th. Um, I'm ramping up toward that. I've got a really cool thing that's going to be happening. By the time you're, you're listening to this, it's the announcements have already been made. But Capers is going to be featured on a Twitch channel called Roll For It. That's Roll, the number four, it. Twitch, oh, yeah, yeah, Twitch.tv yeah. slash Roll, the number four, it. Um, R-O-L-L for it. R-O-L-L for I-T. it, yes. Um, we're going to do a four-part session with me running um, a story called The Powder Keg. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> also, the, the hashtag for it is Hashtag capers TPK, the powder K. Oh, okay. TPK is also stands for what? Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Team player kill. <laughs> Total party kill. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know that that's going to happen, but I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't but. plan that, but the person at roll for it was like, Hey, that <laughs> we make it as initials and it's TPK. I love that. I was that, like, Oh, it, that was, it, yeah, I planned that. I totally planned that. May not happen for everybody, but don't, um, plot a elaborate backstory for your character (laughs) going into it right Jim right don't you know don't it's a four-part series I'm not necessarily gonna (laughs) I'm not I'm not gunning to kill people in the first episode it's like eh, somebody might die at the end (laughs) you know who would say that someone who's going in to kill his party in the first adventure yeah that's true um but that's gonna start on the 16th on Saturday at I think 10 30 a.m eastern episodes will be 10 30 a.m eastern double check that at roll for it. Um, but that's going to happen. That's going to be a lot of fun. 316? What? 316? Yes. Like John 316? Sure. God exactly. sacrificing his son? Oh, don't read anything into that. No. Oh, just, don't. Definitely. Just, okay, don't. Don't actually. Sorry, don't February 16th. February 16th. February. What am I doing? Yeah. What? February 16th. It's February. It's going to we be. We were just talking about the Kickstarter on, in March on the 12th. 312. This thing is going to start before the Kickstarter. Oh. It's going to lead us up to the Kickstarter. I'm going to hopefully get sales okay. and therefore have more people that I can tell about the Kickstarter. I oh, am okay. doing this as a marketing thing. Oh, yeah. Um, seven days from now. And you know what else? Um, well, by the, when you're listening to this, it's four days away. Uh, you know what else uh, is, a, is a good marketing tool for uh, capers? Actual tools? Well, yeah, but, you know, but a <laughs> marketer, what's good for marketing? For capers, you know what's really good for marketing C- for an RPG package? is winning an award. Oh, capers Wait, won what? a Bamf C Bamf. Everybody knows what Bamf is. That's the sound that teleporters make in the comics, right? The particularly Bamf, the what is Bamf C, uh, Night Night Crawler Night Crawler. That's um, it. the night. Uh, the the Bamf C's are an <laughs> annual um, uh, award series, basically for um, superhero gaming. And, uh, uh, I wanted not the, I didn't win the big, the big like pl- player's choice award. Cause that requires people know about my game and vote for it. <laughs> but I got a judge's spotlight, which one of the judges like, uh, who helped us kind of select the panel or select the, the spread of games that were going to be up for, for vote, um, really dug capers. So, Hey, I get to put a little thing on this, <laughs> on the, like, the little advertisement that says I won an award with a ribbon. <laughs> no, it's a little gold plaque thing. Oh, it's a plaque. Um, and also, I actually went to my website and wrote the words award-winning Winning. RPG designer Craig Campbell. And I was like, that's <laughs> weird. That's really weird. <laughs> but I've had a number of my RPG designer friends said, yeah, spray that all over the place. <laughs> I was like, is it is it gauche to, to say it too often on your website? They're like, no, it's not at all. 
So there you go. Thanks, team. Mike, you're an award-winning cartographer and layout guy. Hey, Jim. And Jim's wife is an award-winning Kickstarter video creator. creator. (laughs) Yay! Everyone associated there with. Huzzah! Yeah, and you too, Jim, because Jim did did voice work. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the the video. So all the people that helped to make that game happen. If that game hadn't happened, obviously you wouldn't have won an award. So everybody that helped get it there, thank you very much. Playtesters, everybody. Award-winning voiceover artists. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just try to explain how you're award-winning to somebody, Jim. Yeah, well, so see, okay. I did. I'm good. I'm I did else. a minute of audio. <laughs> I just for a I'm, Kickstarter I'm that ran for thirty days. Yeah, but it was it's it's kind of cool. It's it's neato. So that's my news. Mike, you got news? <laughs> news, news? Anything? Yeah. Oh, news, news. All you want? That, news, news. That's what I meant by news, news. Yeah, news, news. I didn't know. No, not not Mike news. No, Mike news. Just yeah. news, news. Sure. Okay. <laughs> What's news news, Mike? Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Harry Burke, president of ABC Entertainment, says that, uh, uh, I would like that very much. That's a reboot I would be interested in seeing on okay. ABC. President ABC. of ABC says she would like to see this rebooted. Oh. Care to guess what she's talking about? I don't know what shows are on what network. <laughs> I've never paid attention to that. I always knew that, like, I wanted to watch this show on this channel. I didn't like, you know, all the shows was when I was a kid. I don't know if they were NBC or. Okay. I don't know. Jim, do you have a guess? Mork and Mindy. (laughs) That would, that would be wrong. That's not what she said. Um, She wants to see Lost rebooted. (laughs) 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 That was an ABC production. Yep. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. So they want to, they want to do a do over. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I again speaking That's... with my wife has done a couple of times during the show. She was a gigantic Lost fan. I mean, here too. Truly, yeah, yeah. And uh, she got to the end, and she was she still had the glow of oh, this is cool, and I love these actors, and I love this writing. And after it ended, and it all kind of came out, it she just stared at it and went, "I liked you." <laughs> Damn you! I liked you. Uh, yeah, I was kind of the same. She wasn't way. mad. She, you know, she doesn't get mad about that stuff. But there was a, although, well, she's mad at George R. R. Martin, but that's different. Um, it's it is. It was an immense disappointment. I never followed along for the ride, but I will say, somewhere on season two, I predicted that they had the Pazuzu problem that I've spoken of, which is. You know, Steven Spielberg was the master of never showing us the the, the big bad behind the curtain, mm-hmm. except in little bitty oh, and and then really maybe at the very end. And the problem is, you can set up all these little details and all these fun things, but when you really try to metastasize it into what it is beyond that, the whole thing falls apart. And there's any number of shows like this. Millennium, remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and to a certain extent, the Blacklist. Sure. Well, this these these types of shows suffer from the internet. True. These shows, True. had they been made twenty years ago, wouldn't have had that kind of uh, backlash to the endings of things, and because you've got 
a show that comes out that's got all this mystery and all this weird stuff going on and you've got this community that can form and people can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it and everybody gets their little pet theories and everybody talks about what they think are the most important things and they go, I want to know why this happens and I want to know why that happens and I want the explanation for that and blah, 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 blah. And if it doesn't pay off the way they want it to, then they, they're angry or upset. Whereas like, you know, if this had been 25 years ago and Lost came out, it'd been like, all right, well, that's how that ended. Okay, next show. Man, you're making a, because you man, would make, you, at best you would have been talking to your friends. You know, did you guys watch the Bionic Woman? Uh, I saw no. a few episodes here and there. Do you remember the two part episode where she was fighting the computer that was <laughs> going to destroy the world? No, no, I don't. <laughs> Didn't watch it, so no. Lindsay oh, Wagner was the Bionic Woman, sure. And it was a two part episode, big deal. And this was back when TV came out once a week. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> That was it. You got your TV. And I, I kind of, well, I certainly had a thing for the $6 million man. I mean, that was my show. I had the Steve, I had the Steve Austin doll. You could see through its eye yep, and make the yep. sound and all yeah, that stuff. I, I had that too. And the van. <laughs> I had his van, which had his repair kit. I liked that. Apparently, we spent $6 million and still needed some sort of mobile repair lab. There was but, a um, van I could have had? Hey, mom and dad. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a sweet, sweet van for that thing. The but six million dollar man does require, you know, regular maintenance. There's a schedule. There's like you get a booklet and it's got, you know, <laughs> oil can. Time for oil the six can. month maintenance. I mean, so, back then but, it was all, you know, analog and yeah. So for machinery. for two for two hours, I think they took us through Lindsay Wagner fighting against this evil computer, and it turns out that by the time she defeated all the different systems and ran down all the Logan's run, well-paneled hallways that she got into a room, opened the door and there was an alabaster uh, pillar basically with on the top, the scripture from Isaiah, they will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. It was basically, Oh yeah, this, it was supposed to be a doomsday device, (laughs) but he had actually not built a doomsday device, just hoping the threat of a doomsday device would make the world make peace. (laughs) That was a big wah, wah. Yeah, and I'm going, and I'm going, man, do that today and watch yourself get set on fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, Try that. There, there are stinkers out there, certainly. There's plenty of episodes of even shows that you love that were like, oh, really? Yeah. Like St. <laughs> no, no, Elsewhere. I, <laughs> as, as, as petition signer number one on the Serenity reboot, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll join that club if others want to. Interesting. Yeah, uh, apparently la- uh, last year, Carlton Cuse uh, was quoted as saying that uh, he- he'd be fine if ABC hired somebody who had a good idea involving other characters that oh, had the island, okay. but that he would be, quote, less excited if they used the original they characters. Just... Well, sure. <laughs> well, it, and the question is, like, here's, okay, there's... There's, there's nothing, two, two there's ways nothing to do stopping it. them from doing it, but I will, two be, ways to do I will it. not be as excited. You, re- you, you, you... you... And that's not really a reboot. A reboot is like, you know, tell the story again um, with those characters. So you you do a, uh, you know, a sequel or whatever. You do another story with other characters on the island, different time, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that still doesn't, you know, necessarily solve all your problems that people had with the the first series. There'll be, there'll be mysteries that people will never get answered. Right. And if you do a reboot and try to do... Um, to do, you know, to do it again so that you're like, here's all the same characters, but we're going to, this, this time we're going to, we're going to, you know, tell some better stuff and we're going to, we're going to, um, explain like, you know, why was Walt special? All that kind of crap. You know, the stuff that just got dropped. What made Walt so special? 
Um, and then they're going to do that, and they're going to tell you why Walt is so special. And all the people on the internet is going to go, that's stupid. Yeah. Because, uh, because I have the idea of blah, 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 and this is why Walt's special, and that's the way it's supposed to be. It's not going to be any better. Or they're going to do everything different with the same characters played by different actors, yeah. and people are going to be constantly comparing it to yeah. what came before. Oh, that was dumb what they did with Jack and Kate. I liked it better the first time. When they turned Walt yeah. into a... <laughs> A polar bear. A bisexual Asian woman. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> what just happened? Best best actor for the role. Wouldn't it be easier to just shake turn it all up with, into, Shake into, it all in, up with, with bisexual with ethnicities. <laughs> already an Asian woman. <laughs> no, but you know, son, son, they were, <laughs> no, son and son and Jin are like um uh Native American now. I mean they'll just they'll, they'll they'll take it all over the place. It's like they won't even be named son son and Jin. It's like the couple, the married couple will right. be something completely different. They'll just be a married couple. And we'll tell the, but the original story. The original, the original story Ridiculous. had all that taken care of. Like yeah. to do it again would be to just beat it like a dead horse. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that'll go well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bring it on. Sure. <laughs> Explain why the island is the way it is, please. <laughs> hey, uh, did you know that? Uh, a dude died, and now his company is screwed. Oh yeah, I was oh. wondering if you were gonna, guys were going to do this. Yeah, um, boy, I, I, I wonder. Go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I I'm looking can't. for his name. I imagine this happens all the time. Name, uh, <laughs> CEO Gerald Cotton died unexpectedly. Yep. He was the CEO of Quadriga CX um, in Canada, and uh, that company had uh, stockpiled in its vaults, in its its virtual vaults. Um. $190 million in cryptocurrency, and oh. he had the, the password. Oh, no. And it is gone, and the company is likely going to file for bankruptcy. And he didn't put it in an envelope and give it to his lawyer to put in a safe somewhere. Yeah. Nope. Oops. And it's, apparent, and it's apparently multiple passwords. Oh, sure. I'm sure that you know, like you're, you're, you're guarding like $190 million. You don't just, you know, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you have like, you know, three levels and it must, have, it must some, have some moron will put on his luggage. It must have an uppercase letter and a lowercase letter and a, and and a, a symbol and a symbol. <laughs> and it must be at least eight characters long. Yeah. No, no it's going to be. It's. Apparently, the, stuff, it apparently yeah. broke into the open only after these. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to use this word. It's dismissive. You Bitcoin morons. Um, it's it's you, you, you. These Bitcoin morons started tweeting. Hey, I'm I'm trying to get at one or two of my bitcoins I've got with you guys, and I can't get at it. What's up? And as I'm sure these things were piling up, they have now sought bankruptcy protection because they won't be able to pay any of the people that have their bitcoins locked up with them. <laughs> wow that's yeah. great rough the, so how uh, does that work that cryptocurrency that's all just fake right it's ones and zeros <laughs> it's just yeah yeah there isn't Which anything to quote back it up. unquote locked up well i mean to be honest <laughs> it's no different from money money because no, money money is not backed up by anything anymore it's we'd just, like well, to say we're well, on a gold standard it's, it's or once represented we're on a standard. by ones and zeros instead of a piece but, of paper but but craig yeah. back that it's, up too I yes, of course, we have fiat money now. We don't have specie money. But even when it was specie money, what was it backed up with? Gold. Well, who says gold is worth anything? If ever we do well, manage we, to yeah, suck one of those we meteorites down as... to earth that's made of gold. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. 
or go to Neptune where it rains diamonds. Right. <laughs> oh. You know, we're going to discover everything we have chosen to assign value to is just sort of this tontine we've entered into as a species. We've agreed that gold is worth something yeah. because it's quote right. unquote rare. Don't diamonds quote and we and we have decided as a as a culture, as a global culture, that it's pretty. Mm-hmm. If we had decided that something else was pretty, then gold wouldn't be worth crap. Right. <laughs> Don't diamonds just fly up out of the ground in South Africa? It, uh, it's just that De Beers I, has that area fenced off. Diamonds are well, it's, everywhere. It is, there it are is, diamonds I, everywhere. No, there are diamonds in this room. Mike. We talked about that on the... Uh, what do you mean in, in this room? The point I'm making is that there are diamonds everywhere. De Beers has told us. They no, have no, sold us on the lie that diamonds are rare and expensive and important. And they are everywhere. No, we had that... Uh, we they had are a, just crushed carbon. A They're story, everywhere. We had a story on this where it's if you dig down far enough, the entire mantle is coated with like 100 miles of yeah. diamonds. Diamonds are hot. <laughs> crushed carbon that's just, all they are if you can dig down far <laughs> enough you could get as many as you want anyway moving on moving on so so um, on my debeers rant <laughs> i have yeah <laughs> well you know what though it's locked and loaded all you, the time i'm glad you have a debeers rant it, it's always locked and loaded jim yeah oh really interesting that's a hip i am uh, rant, man. I, I, i'm a little bent out of shape i don't find this acceptable <clears throat> headline vatican city uh-oh the the vatican swiss guard the colorfully dressed mini army that helps protect the Pope mm-hmm. will have cooler heads now that they have swapped their ancient metal helmets for ones made by 3D printers. <laughs> Jeez. Do they look metal at least? The new helmets made of thermoplastic. Fancy. I think that's a made up word, but I'm moving on. <laughs> I think that's like made of space metal. <laughs> sure. Ooh, is were that, distributed is that to that the core on metal? Tuesday the 513th anniversary of their foundation as a mercenary force in 1506. Hmm. I'm looking at pictures of them. They look like things you buy in the Dells. <laughs> in Wisconsin Dells, which is a big tourist trap. In oh, Wisconsin. sorry. Yes, the Wisconsin Dells, the place where you can get your very own authentic, non-authentic peace pipe. Um, <laughs> so like a, the, pla- a plastic hat that you can flip over and eat ice cream out of? Yeah, very, Yes. <laughs> Yes, that the things that I would have gotten my pretzels and cheese with at Miller Park. There you go. You know, um, and I'm going, you guys, you guys. First and foremost, the only reason I've ever wanted to be Pope, not that I'm eligible at any number of levels, is because I would get to command the Vatican freaking guard. I kind of have a sort of a personal affection for these crazies. But number two... You got the coolest army on the planet and you're wrecking their helmets because they get sweaty in the hats. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember what the what the, what the name of the, the unit was again, so I just Googled Pope Guard Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> got me there. Ah! And the other point is, <laughs> yeah, it usually, looks plasticky. usually it does. they don't wear these outfits. They usually wear modern military. This is for purely ceremonial, ceremonial occasions. Stuff, sure. You know, they've got the original armor from the 16th century for a reason. It looks flipping awesome. Mm-hmm. The uh... thermoplastic hats. <laughs> yeah, the helmet is called a Morion, which Morion, is one letter correct. away from moron. It comes back <laughs> well, again. So, yeah, they're, they're cha- I'm not happy. As not in happy. you'd have to be one to think that this looks good. Is the Pope going to wear a thermoplastic miter? Please, 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 please. <laughs> I, and I also want to know. It falls to the ground and bounces. <laughs> it wouldn't catch on fire like it did in uh, Euro Trip. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> wow. But, I, but I'm but i Swiss, not Italian. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, anything else? What do we got here? What do we got here? You guys familiar with uh, the movie What We Do in the Shadows? Nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like... I'm a nope on everything, so just don't, don't uh, ask Jim, me. are you serious? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, it's, it's, no. a, it's a Kiwi. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch movies. It's a Kiwi movie. It's a New Zealand movie um, about a group of vampires who share a flat. <laughs> all right. Okay. And it's effectively a um, a buddy yeah. it's like share a, house, you know, bros movie. Sure. It's, but it's they're the vampires. odd couple, but vampires. But there's four of them and they're vampires. Yeah. And there's... Right. there's um, I bring it up because you must watch the movie. It is great. They're going to do FX is doing a series. They've 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 tweaked the casting a little bit so that they get uh, a female lead character in there because the the main movie has like it's all dudes. Um, but uh, the, the the movie is no spe- one wants to watch a sausage party, <laughs> right? Well, you gotta have a sexy, cool vampire lady too. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and uh, uh, the movie. Is um it? I was like, I've been waiting to watch it. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that. I think it seems like it's pretty cool. I finally watched it, and it's like the opening sequence is you see it's a dark room and there's an alarm clock, and it's like five fifty nine, and it clicks over to six, and it, the the familiar well, goes off. That's how it, yeah, except for the you were describing Groundhog Day. Yeah, time. so it starts up and, it's, and it starts <laughs> with the and then. Out of the darkness, you now now there's just enough life to ma- light to life. make out that yeah. a coffin opens oh, and a boy. hand reaches out and snoozes <laughs> and it. snoozes it and it goes back <laughs> into the coffin and that's how the day starts for the vampires um, because it's six p.m. and time to get up. Yep, the sun is setting and they and the first thing they do is have a roommates meeting <laughs> and it's spectacular. That does sound like fun. It is a lot of fun. And uh, it's there's four vampires. One of them is a um, like an ancient Nosferatu type. One is a Dark Ages Vlad the Impaler type. One is a sort of courtly foppish uh, vampire Lestat type. Oh, and nice. then there's the young vampire who's a mere 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the rebel in the house. Um, and he's kind of like the modern day sort of. Uh, a vampire um and it is spectacular you have to watch it sometime like, they're having a discussion about like why who's you haven't I, i'm tired of looking at the dirty dishes and they show this the, the, the counter in the sink and everything and there is this it is a comically <laughs> high pile of dishes covered in blood, blood. yeah because <laughs> they're yeah that's all you they haven't eat done drink, the dishes, right you haven't done the dishes in five years and it's all blood <laughs> <laughs> And, the, and and one of the vampires is trying to justify that he does housework <clears throat> by saying, you know, when I was dragging this woman's body down the corridor, I looked back and I noticed there was no dust. So it's sort of like I sweep the Slept corridor. The floor. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it's lovely. It's wonderful. I used to do that with the cat. He would lay down on his side, you know, because he, he was fat and he like, that was the only way he could lay down. Sure. And you would just, you know, kind of... Just push him around? Well, you'd pet him with your foot, and then he'd latch onto your foot and dig his claws in, and then you would just kind of move him around, dust the floor. <laughs> he liked it. He also <laughs> liked the vacuum. If you put the attachment on him and vacuumed him, he, he loved that. It's the weirdest thing. Weird cat. Yeah. So everybody, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be... Watch the movie, and then realize that they'll 
know, adjust things and a little is, bit for the TV this, series. Uh, starting? I'm not sure. Let me see. When is the TV series starting? Do we know? Um, ooh, March 27th. Ooh, Coming hey. on FX, they'll do like, I'm, I'm guessing it'll be on March 27th. It'll be one of those things that runs for like 10, 12 episodes right, right up to summer. Um, and hopefully it will do well because the movie was spectacular. So if they got the, if they got the writers and the producer type people from the movie involved in the, in the show, it should be pretty good. Wait, so where, where can you watch the movie and on, the show? On the FX. You can watch the, the, the show is going to be on FX. The, the movie, movie is, on... is on Amazon Prime, I think right now. Okay. I don't think I paid for it. Wow. There was something on Amazon Prime that you wanted to watch that, you, that, that they weren't charging for with you your and Prime. I, you and I have different <laughs> tastes. Jim, I recently, I wouldn't say, I can't say rage quit because it was very planned and well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did, I failed to uh, renew my Amazon Prime. <laughs> How will you have things shipped to you? Well, they still ship stuff for free. It just, it just takes um, the same amount of time for me because it was taking them a week to get anything to me anyway. Oh, <laughs> it used Whoa. to be three days. Now it's a week. As huh. the, next okay, time yeah. he tells this story, it's going to be 10 days. Everything <laughs> See, took 10 days. Well, no, I miss, I... I miss the, the last, the last two things that I ordered the day before I failed to auto renew my prime, um, was, uh, something large and something heavy. I ordered a snow shovel and a 25 pound pail of beet salt because that... we were supposed to have gotten a snowstorm that didn't happen. But, um, just to stick it to him one last time. I, I, I contemplated auto renewing at the new price of $120, not the $100. Um, cause just cause I wanted to give 60 bucks to, um, the future former Mrs. Bezos <laughs> to go with her 70 billion <laughs> with a B that she'll be getting. Um, she'll wipe her ass with your $60. Yeah, I know. But, uh, Does she even know what $60 is anymore. Probably not. Yeah, that's. Hey, speaking of Amazon, Jack Donaghy. So you go to the grocery store <laughs> and you buy a sack of potatoes so, uh, for a hundred dollars because <laughs> he has no clue. Anyway, I almost missed the Thirty Rock references. There were so many Rick and Morty ones yeah. lately. Um, <laughs> we'll bring them back. <laughs> yes, Amazon is reconsidering its plan to bring twenty-five thousand fancy new jobs to a fancy new campus in New York City following a wave of political and community opposition, <laughs> according to two people. Familiar with the company's thinking. Hailed as an uh, economic triumph when it was announced, the project now faces withering criticism from some elected officials and advocacy groups. No specific plans to abandon New York have been made, and it is possible that Amazon would try to use a threat to withdraw to put pressure on New York officials. Written in the new, the, the, not the New York, damn it. Washington Post. <laughs> the Washington Post, exactly. This is, this is why. Wow! When 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 everybody talked about the uh, Washington, you all saw the Washington Post ad during the Super Bowl, did we? Democracy dies in darkness. Uh, I know. I described it as the second best Amazon ad of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I said, you know, I, I get it. You know, Jeff Bezos, and this is all the breaking news of the week. For, first of all, first of all, if you are a major corporate CEO, and I own the National Enquirer. I am changing my surname from Pecker. <laughs> I might, if I might, if I own a gas station at the corner of Third and Vine in Keokuk, Iowa, change my name from Pecker. But I am darn well going to do it if I am the CEO of a major media outfit. <laughs> so I leave that to the side. But 
Is Leave that what, it. Is that what his middle initial Everybody has given Jeff Bezos all this credit for playing kung fu on this stuff. Leave it to this guy to attempt to turn a dick pick into something that makes him look good. Well, that's just any picture of his head, right? Oh, burn. The but it's it's like what guy? Nobody gets away with this except billionaire gazi- well, hojillionaire Jeff Bezos. Nobody else does. Nobody else gets to send an inappropriate photograph of their genitalia to somebody else and go, "You know I'm a hero of the media, don't you?" <laughs> Is that what he did? I didn't even uh, I didn't even pay any attention to that. Story. Have you not been following this no. story? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought uh, that it was incredibly I, I, uh, coincidental that the New York Post would report that they yeah. did it again. The Washington Post, uh, the paper owned by Jeff Bezos, would would report this. Basically, it's a mob threat. Of course, hey, it New is. York, you oh. better stop that uh, griping, or you're not hey, going to get your job. Hey, it would be a shame if you were to lose all these jobs. He's Doctor Evil. De- hey, De Blasio, <laughs> you sound like a wise guy. I don't get it. But no, I am so- Jeff Bezos, and I am going to take those jobs away from you, New Yorkers. Which which pinky am I supposed to put to which corner of my mouth? I, I don't. Is it the right or the left? <laughs> Scotty do. Can you tell me? Number two, which, which side of my mouth is it? Craig's not even looking at me now and I'm doing a little pinky thing. I'm good for you. We're, it's an audio podcast. <laughs> but what's, I was describing. What's Craig laughing at? The visual aid. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> whatever. So, so the, so, so the point is this guy, I Pecker, to do it is his last home. name. This this guy Pecker who owns the the uh, who owns the National Enquirer contacts Bezos and says, "Just so you know, I've got pictures that you sent that you should not have sent, and unless you stop with some of the reporting that you're doing, we will in fact publish those." <laughs> so and be and Bezos comes out and sends out this <laughs> chest thumping, chest-bearing tirade through his own media channels, we will not be intimidated. We will not be threatened. We are standing up for all that is good. It's like, dude, you said, and and they list in, of course, the delightfully sanitary way, the nature of the seven photographs that (laughs) were sent. Whoa. None of them any way dignified. But is because the New York hesitant? Post, not the Washington Post, but the New York Post, went, oh, we are above this. We are above this. The New York Post was above this. No, no. No, they weren't. They went, no, we're not. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And yesterday's front head... Oh, geez, front, you were about to blow my mind. No, no, no. Yesterday's <laughs> banner headline, Bezos exposes Pecker. <laughs> and I, I, my, my personal take on this... It just boils down to, I, I look at it so much more simple, simply than like, you know, we will not be intimidated, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to use, he's going to wield his, his wealth and power and blah, blah. It's basically just a guy who can saying, fuck you. And just both walking away. And uh, they're, they're, oh, yeah. they're both billionaires. And, and you know what? If I could say that to some things that happen out there. In my life, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, and I'm not, you know, hey, I, it's the idea, the only thing that I find tedious between the Super Bowl ad and all this stuff is that he's some sort of hero. And the other thing is people are wondering, where did these pictures come from? Were they intercepted by the federal government? No, Were they, just like, uh, 
Guys, fellas, can I have a guy meeting for a second? <laughs> just, just for one hot minute. Close the door, and, guys only. Okay. Guys only, please. Guys Cone only. Guys, well, actually, and I'm, I'm afraid it's got to be straight guys this time because, well, no, I suppose gay guys could have people burn them this way too. Okay, guys, come in. Where does the other side, whatever the other side is, get your dick pics from? <laughs> your ex. <laughs> I think we probably want to run a check of Ms. Be- the soon-to-be Miss X Bezos's freaking phone. Everyone's like, where did they come from? Duh! Why is this taking... If anybody in the Federal Bureau of Investigation is taking more than six seconds, I will never again believe anything I see on CSI. <laughs> wow, Mike, you really got him riled up. This is great. I didn't yeah. even... <laughs> I just like this... this threat article that they wrote i had no idea no the, oh, yeah. the, the, the best part about having jim on the show is if we if we cover enough topics at some point we're going to push a button <laughs> the, the... well no because i started reading articles theorizing that the trump administration had put the national security administration and had put the fbi into fight why are you even thinking that what is the, we now have, here's the weird part. This is the part of our civilization we've entered into. We have history with pictures of our junk. <laughs> we have yeah, a yeah. record of this now. Who's, and it's actually somewhat extensive. Who was the first to junk pick? Was it Favre? No, no, it was before if it, Favre. If it, if it, well, I remember. If it's electronic, I, I just, electronic if junk it, pick. If it clip clops like a horse and it clip and, and it neighs like a horse. Think horse, not zebra. It's not a zebra. It's a horse. This is like we we know what this is. Don't don't invent some wild theory. Yeah, yeah. it's like well, and and I I'm always happy when I can break out medieval philosophy on my friends. There was this guy by the name of William of Ockham that told us the simplest solution is usually the best. Yeah, did he he and, liked to shave a lot, right? No, no, he had, he kept lending his razor to others. Everybody on the internet has has gotten a hold of Occam's razor at some point or another. Yeah, well, I wish more would. Yeah. Because working in government as I do, one thing I can say with a mathematical certainty is that usually the simplest answer is the right one. And you can whip up all the conspiracies you want if it keeps you warm at night, but this isn't going to get you any closer to the truth. Or or whip them out. Uh, (laughs) And I. The existence of those pictures was rumored when the, the. news of the divorce broke yes i mean it's been out there for months now why is it not the case why don't we think why don't we believe that one of the reasons he's getting divorced (laughs) Uh uh-huh is that mrs you know that uh mrs b got a hold of a couple of these i don't i don't i don't understand that but yeah, so Jeff Bezos is having the, uh, what is it, the not very good day? Sure. Seems like it. I'm already tired of this story. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. Okay. What do you got? Um, did I, I saw this. How are you guys on cockroaches? Don't like them. Uh, Prefer to them to stay outside. It's a weird question. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like, like, if there's a cockroach on your floor, how are you doing? I have um I'm upset. I have a roll a rolled up uh not a fan newspaper that um that I that I have named Lucille. 
that is coated okay. that is coated in uh, bug guts that I, I take out <laughs> yeah. for those special occasions. Although I am yeah. told that if you snap them with a towel, it knocks uh-huh. their legs off, and then you you don't have to squish them and make <laughs> a mess. Sounds like something you're told, and like some like fifth grade friend of yours tells you that. <laughs> Or a you know, co or a coworker. Oh, you know, if you snap a snap a cockroach in, in his forties, all their legs fly off. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I haven't tried it because I like Lucille. Anyway, Lucille Jim works. This is, this is, Jim this is a Reuters news service. <clears throat> in the near pitch dark, you can hear them before you see them. Oh, a Dateline Jinan, China. Millions of cockroaches scuttling and fluttering across stacks of wooden boards as they devour food scraps by the ton, in a novel form of urban waste disposal. Expanding Chinese cities are generating more food waste than they can accommodate in landfills. And cockroaches could be a way to get rid of the food scraps, providing nutritious food for livestock when the bugs eventually die, and some say cures for stomach illnesses and beauty treatments. (laughs) On the outskirts of Jinan, capital of eastern Shandong province, a billion cockroaches. No, I refuse to accept that. Are being fed 50 tons of kitchen waste a day. How do they know there's a billion? They they hold a census. The equivalent in (laughs) weight is this household? Seven adult elephants. They held a contest to see who who could count the number of cockroaches in the food waste facility. Whoever guessed the number. Yeah, whoever guessed guessed the number one, you know, (laughs) a, a gift certificate to. And I and I read the article. McDonald's. Hold still, I'm counting. <laughs> Stop <laughs> moving. Uh, One wow. million four hundred and twenty-eight thousand two hundred eighty-two. Would you say seven? Wait. Seven, <laughs> seven. Did you get that? Did you get that one? Which one? That one? No, then, that one. Is. Oh, dang it! And then some a-hole friend of yours comes up next to you and starts going like fourteen, twenty-seven, sixty-nine, thirty-three, yeah. hundred forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> All your numbers are gone. Um, now seven s- elephants worth. Yeah, a day. A day. Wow. Make that like, into a horror movie. Like you think piranha? Uh, well, no, no, you no. think piranha? No, no, see, don't don't jump the route. Oh, don't, don't jump the route. Oh no. Ah, <clears throat> uh, reading all the way down. Uh, when the cockroaches reach the end of their lifespan of about six months, didn't know that, but six months, they are blasted by steam, washed and dried before being sent to a huge nutrient extraction tank. <laughs> but I move on. A blender. <laughs> asked, <laughs> asked about the chance of the roaches escaping when the gentleman responsible said that would be worthy of a disaster movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he has taken precautions. Sure he has. Okay. This is China. And one must be very careful about inappropriate stereotypes. <laughs> But we're already into Godzilla movie territory. Yeah, oh, man. They're breeding Aren't these we... things to eat all the food. What do you, you think is going to happen? You ready for the precautions? Oh, here we go. Here we go. We have a moat filled with water and fish. Do no. fish eat cockroaches? If the roaches escape, they will <laughs> fall into the moat and the fish will eat them. Do the roaches sink? Have they tested this? Oh, of course do, do not. Roach, do roaches sink? Roaches float, right? They're I flat. Would think. They don't break the surface tension of the water. Okay. I would think. So. A billion cockroaches decides that they've had enough <laughs> of eating our garbage. And they roil over en masse into the moat. They fill it, sacrificing their brethren. Mm-hmm. And, and then they all just threaten the other across the, the, other, the dead water. The other, nine, bodies. the other 999 million of them 
yeah. walk off into the sunset and start eating Chinese people. <laughs> and you know, of course, they're going to be hungry four hours later. <laughs> okay, you. what's the matter Good with night. you? I've been sitting on that joke for five minutes. Wow. That must <laughs> hurt. Waiting. That was teed up, huh? It's... You need some we cream. have a moat filled with water and fish. If that moat isn't filled with gasoline, you are wrong. You but don't have like, a moat. So you what have, if it is? You have a speed so bump. So what if it is? Gasoline there and are matches. A, there are a billion of them. Yeah. Oh my god. There's a billion. I mean, a bit. That's a billion. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. It's the number thing, right? Like, Mike, can you, re- Mike and Jim, both, can you reasonably? picture in your head roughly what like a hundred of something is like what how big is a hundred yes. golf balls sure. i can indeed yes. you can probably you can probably figure out like what's a thousand golf balls yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure probably can yeah. can you tell me what a billion golf balls looks like not a chance no clue no. you have no idea how big nobody no, understands a, what a cause, billion because that's because that's a million times um, um whatever a thousand, a thousand 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 yeah yeah no, it's a thousand million. It's a thousand, thousand, that's what I said. It's a thousand, million thousand, times thousand. the thousand of yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousand, yeah. Thousand million. No, there's no way. You, no. So everybody's like, oh, we can keep the billion cockroaches under control with a moat. Yeah. Don't you think that that's a Robert Stack or a Peter Graves type thing? Where he comes in as the journalist and asks the scientist, so, Mr. Johnson, what if those cockroaches do get out? Well, we're fine, Dan. Thanks for asking. We've got a moat with water and fish. <laughs> Did it specify what kind of fish? No, it doesn't. It does not. The cockroach eating kind. Yeah, I also, hope so. also, also the ones that never get full. <laughs> They're like the TARDIS. Sure. They're much bigger inside <laughs> than it would appear from the outside. They or, can they can yeah. each hold ten thousand cockroaches. Or they've got mm-hmm. Scotty beaming the cockroaches out of their stomachs and into space during the cockroach eating you. contest. Right? Sure. Yeah. Carp can eat cockroaches. Apparently. Oh, and by the way, this company, according to this the company, uh, Good Doctor, which is doing this, hopes eventually to increase their throughput to six billion. Sure, just keep making cockroaches, guys. Six billion. Yeah, well, you know, not surprising. Terrible, terrible idea. That's <laughs> terrible. You want the cockroach apocalypse? This is how you get the cockroach apocalypse. The cockroach. The cockroach clip. The cockroach. Never mind. Cockro- yeah, cockroach ellipse. I was trying to do that too. That's why I got real silent. I was trying to like, how can we? How how can we combine I, those? I thought I had it, and then my mouth didn't. The roach apocalypse. My mouth couldn't the, keep up. The go-to is always something apocalypse. So it's sure. the roach apocalypse, sure. or the roach cockalypse. Has the Sharknado <laughs> flown over the the cockroach plant yet? Exactly. That's all it takes. No, that's just going to suck all the water out of the moat, and it's going to be a fish nado and a cockroach swarm going across the ground. <laughs> What's wrong with you? A cockroach eating fish NATO. Haven't you seen Sharknado, Jim? <laughs> I have. I have. Because of you goofballs, but anyway. Sharknado shows up. That's going to be the <clears throat> least of our problems. <laughs> Six billion cockroaches. Roach NATO. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh, see, when I was uh when I was a single feller living downtown in my lovely apartment downtown, I got back from covering a meeting late one night and I had this white rug. And I had taken my glasses off to put them down right next to the door where I left it. And I suddenly saw this thing and I was like, what's that in the middle of my white rug? I put my glasses on and sure enough, it was a cockroach. 
and I full on freaked out. I didn't sleep that <laughs> night. I bleached the floorboards. Wow. I was I can't handle them. I, I they're vulgar, rotten things. I kill them. And, and, and these I are just was, like the little ones that you get up north, not the giant ones we get down here. Right? Oh, oh, the one, Lord the giant Almighty. flying ones. Yeah, no, no, uh, hard pass. <laughs> they're so big so, that like their legs don't work right, and when they run, they look weird because they're too uh, big. Well, you know, it was funny. <laughs> you know, we we went up. We here we went through this. We were twenty below last week. Yeah, we heard. <laughs> and and it was that was that was that was funky. I mean, I went out in that. That's that's quite something. But the only point I'm making is we have the emerald ash borer that's doing some real damage to certain strains of trees in our city. Yep. And one of the things we thought was positive had the temperature dropped a few more degrees or stayed a few more days, there was a level chance it was going to take out the emerald ash borer oh. population. And we were all going, come on, we can take it. We're tough. Freeze them. Come on, get them. And, you know, a bunch of Milwaukeeans were just all up in their cells, up in their chests going, hit us with another 20 below. We can do it. Let's finish this for good. More vortex, more polar vortex. Yeah. Yeah. We went from 20 below on Wednesday to 45 degrees on Sunday. Shorts and t-shirts weather, man. Oh, yeah. And and I was trying to explain to people giving a tour of City Hall here, as I do, why mortar doesn't quite work the same way in this climate. <laughs> mortar? Like brick mortar? Yeah. Yeah. For the terracotta of City Hall. Okay. You know, I, I said terracotta and the mortar that's used to adhere it was typically done in a Mediterranean climate. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where your temperature band tends to run to, oh, I don't know, 60 degrees. The city of Milwaukee is going to go this year, odds are, from 20 below to 100. Mm-hmm. Your freeze-thaw cycle is a little rough in that. I did not realize there was a lot of terracotta on the Milwaukee City Hall. City oh, Hall the above the second floor, yeah, third floor and up, yeah. is entirely terracotta. Above the rust- rusticated base, is that That correct? is correct. Yeah. That is exactly right. I learned it's something concre- in school. It's concrete down there. Down, down there, hey. Down, oh yeah, down here below the third floor. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Hey, what else do we have time for? Hey, Jim. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, you didn't realize until just recently that network television is dead. I and it. Oh man, and it's it's aging, I guess. And I have to acknowledge, I'm older. I'm older. What are you gonna do, older? It's that feeling when REM is showing up on the classic rock stations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. It's like, no, they were the hip, cool thing when I was in high school. Um, even before losing my religion. Um, they were new wave, man. They were, they were totally alternative. Uh, <laughs> said with a strangely and unnecessarily cracking voice. But it we was just heard teenage, this, Jim. <laughs> it was, and it, it's a couple of things. Number one. Number one is, and this is the big one, I don't watch television anymore. No, I'm not normative. I've always had these strange habits. But other than football, I do not watch television, ever. Wasn't your TV a projector onto an entire wall in a room in your house, much like oh, Barney see, Stinson? There, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I have a 110-inch high-def rigged up third reference to my beloved by my wife who does AV for a living. Yep, that like that thing that turns on the on Death Star. 
Yep. Yeah. That's it. And it's it's super cool. Yes, the switcher. <laughs> that just cracks her up every time. Um <laughs> but it's it so I, I don't turn that thing on. I have to dust it. I have to keep the the dust trap clean. But we don't turn it on anymore. And that's when I noticed it. I don't watch TV anymore again except for football. And that's typically just Green Bay Packers because every other time I could just turn it on my phone if I want to check a game. Yeah. So that was the the, the first and thing that I know. That's not TV. That's going to church. But well, that's true. That's a religious <laughs> observance. But the second part was more my son, who is you know he's post millennial, whatever they're going to call that generation. I don't know. But I also am. I'm privileged. I feel I really do enjoy it. To uh, I, I'm staff for the City of Milwaukee Youth Council, which is for high school kids, and great group, smart young people. And I've just talked to them and listened to them and watching my son, realizing who's watching television anymore? Because it's not them. Who's? And I went back and I started looking at ratings. And again, let's just talk for a minute about network television. 18 to 46? Is that the 45? It's it's, right. Well, their sweet spot demographic was exactly that. Mm -hmm. 18 to 45. Yeah. That's what they always wanted. They're not watching television anymore. Yeah, I'm still in that. I will. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. Right, hang, hanging on like grim death. <laughs> My fingernails. I, I'm, I'm, it's like, you wait till you get your first ARP card, homie. It's a great experience. <laughs> the, uh, My uh, my oops, I pooped. Yeah. Send me in the mail. <laughs> free no, no. They always want to give me a fanny pack for free for joining. <laughs> like, at that point, I'm dead. When I strap on the fanny pack, <laughs> I'm dead. Matter. Doesn't matter I've what igno- it says on there. Yeah, I've acknowledged the death of my soul. The I will not do it. So it's that eighteen to forty-five demo. They're not doing it. My son never watches television. The young people on the youth council never watch television. I watched the death of print media firsthand because I was engaged in the media before I took my job with the city. And I watched the newspapers die their death, starting with the first printing of USA Today and going forward to today. I watched it happen. Now, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on its front page typically runs articles that ran online two days earlier. Mm -hmm. And then what they do, and I've heard this from a buddy of mine that still is there, they will look and see what gets the most clicks online. And that's what goes into the print newspaper. Wow. A complete inversion of the model. There are very few reporters left. I've watched it personally. I've predicted its death. So that's a little more intimate. But to see it happen to television. And I just missed it. I I don't know what your perceptions are. But to me, yes, we, we still do watch shows. Of course we do. We watch them on Netflix. We watch them on Hulu. We watch them on Prime. Those of us that still have it, tee-hee. I am watching all these amazing Russian documentaries. You're jealous. Um, Could you tell? <laughs> you know, um, it, we're watching that way. But wh- who? Hey, honey, look, why, borscht. Which is why, and this is what really clicked it for me, the Super Bowl is such a big deal. I think it's the last, I think it's the last island. These major sporting events are, as the seas rise and as the skies fall, 
they will be the last thing on which the network stands. Um, yeah, I can see that. I, it's it's because it's the last thing to which we're coming as an assembled group. I mean, everybody thinks about the Big Bang Theory as a successful series, and it certainly has been in relative terms. But it's nothing compared to just what Friends was getting. It's nope. nothing compared to, uh, you know, certainly what Mash was getting or All in the Family. It's driving straight into the side of a mountain, and I'm very curious to see. Now, of course, we're getting, I think, we're getting better entertainment options. Oh, absolutely. I, I think we're way better off. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not, I'm not nostalgic for, for you will watch Lindsay Wagner fight the robot. <laughs> To get to the to get to the uh, the pillar with the right. inscription, you will you know you will you will. I, I am not nostalgic for Buddy Ebsen in that famous two shot attempting to jump a building. You know, if you ever watched Barnaby Jones, there nope. was inevitably a chase scene in which Buddy could not climb because he was so old. <laughs> so they had to do a two shot of him jumping up, and then the second shot was him falling down. Oh no! Yeah. So I'm not, I don't miss that, but it is, it's, you know, to me, it's like, you know, Craig, we always used to talk about this about, you know, Rome didn't fall. There was no audible warning that Rome had fallen. And there's been no audible warning. The TV just, I just turned around and went, oh my God, it's gone. Now, it's not gone, gone, but for all practical purposes, it's irrelevant to the lives of the vast majority of people to whom it's intended to appeal. It's Amazing. Yeah. Don't tell the advertisers. <laughs> Shoot, they know. Look where they're going. Look where they're marketing. Look what Super Bowl ads are commanding. Yeah, that's true. You know, they know. They was know they five, can't get their looks. They can't five million links. for thirty seconds. Is that what it was? Yeah. No, it's well. It's, the it's, you know you you mentioned that it's it's those big sporting events are where people will come will actually bother to come together to watch something at the same yes. time but it's also the stranglehold that the the leagues have on the content itself yes you know these days anybody can go produce good television in barbecue fingers quote you know shows on any platform whether it's streaming or whatnot or network tv or cable tv um but with the sports they can tell you where you're going to watch it yep yep Roger That's Goodell right. hiding under his desk. No, they only get to watch on TV. Network TV. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Even he admits that isn't true. Really? Because right now. I mean, the people uh, that programmed him typed that in. I have the NFL app. <laughs> I have the NFL app on my phone. And I can pull it up and watch. I watched most non-Packer games on my phone. Really? Yep. You watch the other teams that are not in your region. Yep. Live? Mm-hmm. Do you pay for this? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course he does. Because yeah. I'm like, wait, I could be watching Packer <laughs> games on my phone. No, no, no. Instead you of, have to. Instead of. You have to. You either have to have means. their streaming service or. No, I buy. You, you uh, can the, do uh, it for $765 a month. Yeah. No. That. No, it's 100 bucks a year. Hmm. Well, that's that's like the direct TV kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well. So, yeah, I, I just, it is it is remarkable to me. And, you know, we were talking about Lost. 
you know, is can can network TV give us another loss? Or if they, if they reboot it, who who's going to care? Right, <laughs> right. You know, everybody's out of their mind because there's there's definitely a Deadwood reboot going on, no, or a movie actually. It's not a reboot. reboot. It's a movie to yeah, it's a movie that follows out. You're right. The you're story, right. but everybody's incredibly excited about that. But so yeah, just I I I. I missed it, you know. Yeah. But even then, that's that's pay TV. That's premium cable, right? So right. That's that's kind of eventish, right? Game of Thrones and 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 our friends in the and and here's the other thing: is our dear friends in the cable industry, the actual cable providers, are looking out and saying, "Hey, wait a minute," because most communities still charge franchise fees. For cable operators to be within their co- their corporate boundaries, and that's why you get these uh these scrolls across your screen if you have one and are watching it that say, you know, pretty soon you're going to lose this channel because exactly. somebody didn't want to sign a deal and pay the money and blah blah yeah, blah. And and you better like, call them, to let them know you're just, unhappy. Just amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful not having to worry about any of that crap. <laughs> I can watch the shows that I want to watch when I want to watch them. It's pretty great. <laughs> oh no! And and let me be crystal clear: I do not long for the days of being told, "I'm sorry, you wanted to watch Mash? That will be Wednesday at eight thirty. Please be prompt." Yeah. Oh, did you, did you want to go to bed early Wednesday? Yeah, no. You had to get up no, early Thursday. No, sorry. Yeah. What do we got time for, Sammy? Sure. Sammy! Yay! Sammy Peeps. Samuel Peeps, ladies and gentlemen, the great diarist of the 17th century, served in the court of Charles II. <laughs> yeah, that's Sammy. That's Sammy Peeps. What do, you, what do you got from the diary for us this time around? Let's let's take a glimpse into Sammy Peeps' life. 1660-something? Well, yeah, we are. We, I was trying as best I could. We've actually wrapped around a whole new year, so that's pretty Ooh. cool. So I figured we would drift into 1661. Nice. Uh, you know, that these are... Uh... That was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have well, no idea. Well, it's a palindrome. It's a palindrome. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> yeah. It reads the, um, the same forwards as backwards. And we know what palindromes are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so... Where's the one that I want? Ah, yes. We're going to be... Going to be a hanging out with Sammy a little bit later than we are in the year. Uh, we are going to do both a little bit of March and a little bit of April. Just very two incredibly brief interludes with our friend Sam. 18th March. To bed with my head and mind full of business, which doth a little put me out of order. And I do find myself to become more and more thoughtful about getting money than ever to four. And then he tells us on 6th April, met with Mr. Townsend, who told me of his mistake the other day to put his legs through one of his knees of his breeches. <laughs> and went so all day. <laughs> this is the other side of Sam. For all the great politics he tells us and for all the womanizing stories he tells us, think of these two stories. Think of how precious this is from a historical perspective. As a historian, how much I get all kind of squishy when I read this. Because we have nothing like this. Nothing. A guy who goes, I went to bed and I couldn't sleep. I got money problems. 
I want not just that, but I want money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the definition of money problems. Oh, yeah. But it bothered him so much that he wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I super want money. And I never noticed that I wanted money like this, but boy, can, do I want money. Who can identify with that? Well, that's the point. It's like, oh, my yeah. God. Who, uh, who among us has not for one reason? Or other, it's not necessarily, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be Jeff Bezos I and could, have an army of drones. I could use a little more any. money. I just. I wouldn't turn down a little more money. Money would be good. Yeah. I could do things with money. I just had a major car repair. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little money right about now. Right. And it's like, what? I. I got emotional reading and I'm like, oh God, dude, Sam, Sam, you're good. You'll be fine. This is going to turn out okay for you. But he didn't know that at the time. Right. That's you, the other you thing. You know that there's years more of diary. So somehow or another, he does okay. Yeah. But it's, it's that there it is. But then there's the other one. <laughs> Mr. Townsend. Which is his funny office story. Yeah. <laughs> he put both legs Fire. through one pant leg. Is that what happened? He put it straight through the knees. Oh, he tore through he tore the his, knee. He tore his pants. Oh, okay. He tore I couldn't tell if it was one or the feet. other. He punched his feet right through the knees of his breeches. And he had to and wear them the rest of the day like that. That's the point. There's not an alternative set of clothes ready to yeah, hand. Huh. Well, little did he know that would become the style. <laughs> he, was a trend, he, was right? a, he was a trendsetter, right? To get the torn out knees. Uh-huh. Yeah. Townsend's <laughs> torn knee breeches. They're the thing this season. <laughs> all, 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 all the best ludists are going to be wearing their uh, their breeches like that at the concerts, right? <laughs> I hated my when, other breeches. When my knees there, would always get sweaty. When they're up there looting, but now out. with Thompsons, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. My kneecaps Lo- are nice and cool. What does looting out look like? <laughs> well, we I imagine people- you've got a loot, and the loots tend to be played up very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't like, you don't, you don't like sling key, them low out. like a guitar, but yeah, yeah it's, it's it's like you know loot looks like a it's, a it's a stringed instrument looks like a guitar, but you play it up very high because so. it's small. Yeah, <clears throat> so so looting out, I imagine, is a lot of hip movement. You know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> kind it's of rocking maybe, like maybe that. Maybe you do it over your head. Can you kind oh, of sure. Marty McFly style? Kind of loot loot above your head. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Craig of Farrington, who the the other Craig we know. Yeah, um, who is the minstrel lutenist at the Bristol Renaissance Fair and many, many others, I may have to ask him to send us a video of what it would look like if one were to loot out. <laughs> we will put it on the website. <laughs> because because Craig is Craig is a fun guy, and uh, he, he could very well provide us an image of what it is to loot out. the. <laughs> but yeah, so, so t- this dude comes up to Sam, who we met Master Townsend, and just says, yeah, damn it, Sam. I put my feet through my pants. Or Sam's like, what happened to your what happened to your pants, man? <laughs> you're ne- yeah, I put my you're feet never, right through that knee. You're never gonna believe this. <laughs> I fired my feet right wow. through the knees of my pants and I'm walking around like this for the rest of the day. Well, I guess because my others are in the wash. Yeah, I guess they didn't have nail clippers back then, right? So Right, right. That's good. Well, but the other thing is it's a little threadbare, get some long, long toenails as, as bad we combinations. You know, a suit of clothes was not a small investment. That's not a bad, that's not just a bad combination. That's a recipe for disaster. Yes. Threadbare knees and long, sharp toenails. Yep. Yep. You're just, you know, you don't, you don't get to go down to Old Navy and pick up your $7 <laughs> pair of stretch Levi's. Levi's? At Actually, Old Navy? No, 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 no. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's New Navy back in 1661. Uh <laughs> 
It's Sam Peeps's new Navy. <laughs> Come on down hey. to Sammy Peeps's new Navy and get your Thompson britches. <laughs> we got the knees pre-punched. <laughs> where they look like old. They look like old Navy clothes where it's just a lot of solid colors. Like it's like it looks like it looks like a child just picked primary colors yeah. and just slapped them on all the different clothes. There you go. No, no all character. The, yeah, it, it, it's all the dates that are on them in big block letters are in the 1600s. Instead. Yeah. 19 right. or 100s so or 2000s. Uh, so yes, just two little moments in the spring of 1661 with our guy, Sam Peeps. You know, I've had a lot of problems in my life. I've done some stupid stuff. I've done some embarrassing things. I don't think I've ever put my feet through my knees. Nope. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've made, knee, I've made uh, knee holes bigger by doing yes. that, but yes. not caused them. Right. The, I the, can't the, remember the knee hole happens them. first, and then you catch your toe then in you catch it. Your while you're toe in it. Yeah. 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 I think I may have even hooked my toes. You know how you get the threads in your denim? Sure. You know how you, it sort of turns into that white thready stuff? Mm -hmm. I, I may have even hooked my toes in there such that I had to carefully extract them. Yep. <laughs> but I can't ever remember punching straight through such that I'd have the, the, the bottom half of my pant leg flapping behind me as I looted out. Well, you know, I mean, he couldn't, he, uh, Mr. Thompson couldn't have done this at a better time of year because come summer when it's warm, he can just rip those right off. And now he's got shorts, right? <laughs> sweet, knee, that... sweet, knee, sweet knee holes, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> All the other kids, because probably, I mean, I presume he's going to have to pull his toes, his 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 stockings. Yeah, going to have to hike them up because you can't show your leg skin. Right, you're not running around with bare skin. Okay. Well, what you kind some of... sort of an you some sort of an animal? I thought yeah, that what, was what... only forbidden with women. No, no, no. Men could always do whatever they want, right? Nipples That's... out, like no. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. No. Yeah. <laughs> have you have you have you seen? <laughs> Are you are you unfamiliar unfamiliar with puritanical societies like it's yes. just like buckles like look at look at the pilgrims and all the you know like that out, that outfit it's yeah. like, you, it's like you see handmaid's tail over here with the face. women and then the men were just naked right <laughs> running around like Borat <laughs> running around playing with the Indians and eating, eating turkey Lounging and corn around on silken mattresses yeah. waiting to make whoopee with the local population no they were. <laughs> They were smallpox ridden, ridden blankets. They were buttoned up and buttoned down in layers, and yeah, I know. Can you just walk around I with just, your knees showing? What kind of the more I think about it, isn't that a moment from the office? You know, he walks into the admiralty with the back of his pants flapping. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Townsend? Uh, punched his feet right through the knees. All right. You know, you could you you could you could rip those lower legs off and use that material to strain beets. You could. <laughs> Thank you, Dwight. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, is that it? I think we're done. Okay, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Oh, Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to uh, nerdburgergames.com to look at game stuff that I do and go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy those game things. And you can watch me uh, doing the thing, uh, doing the game thing uh, at twitch.tv slash roll the number four it. This Saturday. Uh, Saturdays, the next four Saturdays. The next four Saturdays, starting. Yeah, look it up. Saturday, February sixteenth, not March. 16th. Correct. February. 
Yes. Jeez. Well, I screwed it up before. I was trying to fix it. On the next episode of Nerd Burger, Mike and Craig totally podcast out while recording. They <laughs> What's really that look like? They get up on the mics and laptops and dance around. Podcast out, man. Throw the goat. Throw the goat. <sighs> what the hell is that? Is that podcasting out? I'm adding to the bass of the music. <laughs>